Hello, and welcome to the Healthy Balanced Birth and Beyond podcast. I'm Olivia, your host, and on this podcast, we will talk about everything related to the journey to conceive, pregnancy, labor, birth, postpartum, parenthood, and beyond. This is a safe space where birth professionals, birthing people, expected parents, and partners can come on and share their knowledge or personal experiences with our listeners. The goal of this podcast is to create connections, share stories, information, and resources to educate and empower people in their own personal journey. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Healthy Balance Birth and Beyond podcast. Today, I decided to do another solo episode with me. It is a bit of a continuation from last week and the topic that I was discussing, which was uh, the generational parenting patterns and generational trauma and how we can break those patterns and how we can change those patterns and how being mindful as a parent is so, so important um, when it comes to being responsive to our children and paying attention to their needs, their emotions, their feelings, and how our responses and behaviors towards them can impact them in so many ways, especially when they're younger and then that carries throughout their entire life. So. What I wanted to talk about may kind of seem like a bit of an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to talk about it anyways because I think it's super important and I think that it is an opportunity to open up a conversation and have parents and caregivers and people look at things from a different perspective. So the topic I want to talk about is, or the unpopular opinion I want to share, I guess, is your children are not here to serve you. You carry the children, your children, in your womb. You create your children with your partner. But when they're born and they come into this world and they become earthside, and as they grow, they are not here to just serve you. That's not their purpose. And a lot of the time, and I don't think anybody ever really truly figures it all out, but we don't know what our purpose is here on earth for a very long time. Um, And maybe some people do, maybe some people know right away, but for me at least, I'm 30 and I'm still trying to figure it all out. So I'm sure I'm not the only one in that boat. A lot of people have this mindset that when you have children, they you you they want them to be just like them so they want if it's a mother they want their baby girl baby boy to be like them if it's a father they same thing they want their children to grow up and be like them and naturally children are half of their mother half of their father or maybe more one-sided or more the other sided or 80 20 you never really know it all depends on the child I mean, the purpose of their lives is not to follow in your footsteps unless, of course, that's what they want to do, unless they see you doing these things and they generally, genuinely take an interest in what you're doing. If that's something that you see them getting excited about and feeling passionate about and wanting to join you in doing these things, then sure, by all means. But I think it's important to remember that every single person on this planet is different. And I think a lot of the time... We get so caught up trying to be like everybody else that we forget that what is so unique and important about ourselves is that there's no one like us on this planet. Why would we want to be like everybody else? This ties into, I was listening to the radio the other day on my way to work, 
and they were this person was calling in for advice and it was a man who I think he was probably mid-20s maybe yeah almost early 30s and he was looking for advice because he shared that he had followed suit in what his parents had done for their careers so both of his parents were college professors and his parents had always wanted him to do the same thing so he started going to school he graduated he got his bachelor's he got his master's and he was going for his phd however he shared that he had recently picked up a construction job and he has been absolutely loving doing it he said that it makes him feel fulfilled he's been working with new people and making things with his hands and he said that he's been building things and it makes him feel good to know that he can drive around the town that he is working on these jobs in and tell people, hey, I built that. I built that with my hands. I'm using my hands. And he also talked about how lonely and isolated he's felt with doing the college, excuse me, the professor work to become a teacher, to become a college professor. He said that He's just been tired of being alone with a book in a library and not having that social interaction with people and not using his hands in the same way. But he was asking for advice because he's afraid to tell his parents that he doesn't want to be a teacher. He thought that he wanted to do this and he was encouraged to do it by them. And now he's five years in and... I think he said something like $150,000 worth of schooling, but he is afraid to tell his parents because he's afraid they'll be upset and because they've paid for his education. So he was asking what he should do. Should he tell them or should he just continue on this career path? And to me, that seems so, so crazy that we are taught and we are expected to do these things by our families and our society, societal norms, family expectations to go through schooling. So elementary school, middle school, high school, college. What if you don't know what you want to do when you're 17, 18 years old? You know, what if you have no idea what you want to do? What if you just want some time to try a few different things and figure it out? So you don't end up in a situation like that where you're five years in and $150,000 of education and then you're you realize oh shit I don't want to do this this is not something that's fulfilling me this is not something that's making me excited this radio interview and conversation really got me thinking and it really got me thinking about the importance of what I was sharing in the last episode which is tuning into what our children are trying to tell us the things that they are excited about the things that they're passionate about And also just paying attention to their cues, whether it's their emotions, whether it's their behaviors, paying attention to what those things are and picking up on those things so our children feel like they can come to us and talk to us and share things with us and not be afraid to tell us things out of fear that they will be rejected by us because they're not doing something that we want them to do. So I just wanted to talk again about the fact that we need to be taking into consideration what our children want to do. And this goes, starts when they're young, right? It starts in their early childhood years. And like I was just saying, paying attention to those cues, 
emotionally, behaviorally, and then kind of looking at it from the perspective of if they are going into schooling, are they an introvert? Are they an extrovert? Are they a combination of the two? What is their learning style? What seems to be something that works better for them or what doesn't really work for them? And I also started thinking about how so many children are involved in so many different sports and so many different activities. And yes, it's awesome for socialization and maybe they really, really enjoy it. But if they don't want to do these things and they're only being pressured to do these things because their parents want them to do these things, then they're not really going to actually enjoy doing them. And I've seen so many parents living vicariously through their children. For example, the crazy dance moms or the sports moms or dads who are in the, in the stands screaming at their children if, if they fall down during a football game. And there's a difference between cheering somebody on and the way that you talk to your children. You want to be encouraging them. You want to be encouraging them to go after the things they love and do the things they love. And then at the same time, when they're feeling frustrated or they're feeling down, you have to be there to lift them up. And I've seen far too many instances where parents aren't really thinking about what's in the best interest of their children. Like if they have too much on their schedule, if it's too overwhelming for them, And then it also just got me thinking about the different types of schooling that exist in our world. And so, again, this ties back into the whole societal norm thing, right? We've seen a lot of people talking about how kids should be going to public school, and there's a lot more conversation now about homeschooling. And then there are some people that are vehemently against homeschooling. And it just seems silly to me because, again, we need to be taking our children into, into consideration. We need to be taking into consideration what their learning style is, what type of personality they have, if they thrive in socially busy environments, if they do better one-on-one. And we really, truly need more individualized care in every regard, individualized healthcare, individualized schooling. It's something that needs to be taken into consideration. I've said that so many times, but it's These are things that we need to have conversations about because they legitimately impact you for your entire life. And these are things that if we don't think about them now, you're going to be in a situation that you're not truly happy in. And then that perpetuates year after year after year because you feel like you have to stick to these societal norms, these societal expectations, even if it's not deep down what you really want to do. There's so, so much pressure, so much pressure. One example I was thinking of was I was talking to my mom recently and she told me that she and my dad had taken me to a public school just to check out their kindergarten classroom. And she said that I was glued to her leg, that I did not want to go run around and play or anything. It was just too much for me. And then they brought me to a private school and it was a smaller class size. And they said that I was immediately like, okay, are you guys leaving now? (laughs) And so that's just one instance. But then I've also had conversations, like I had an awesome conversation um, with Benite Conde, who was on the podcast a few episodes back. I can share that with you guys. I'll share the link. We talked about child-led parenting and the importance of paying attention to what your child is 
sharing with you what their interests are, being mindful of what their interests are, encouraging them to be creative and go after the things that they're excited about, that they're passionate about, that they want to share with you. We live in a world where there's, again, so much pressure because of societal expectations and expectations coming from their own family, coming from their own parents, that I feel like it takes away from children being creative in the ways that they want to be creative. And in terms of schooling, again, I don't know where the mindset of, okay, sitting at a desk for seven, eight hours a day is what's best for children because there have been so many incidences of a misdiagnosis of ADD, ADHD for young children. And then these children are put on medication when in reality, they just need a different type of schooling. They just need to be able to go run around outside and explore outside and maybe do a learning activity outside and not be sitting at a desk for that amount of period of period of time. And again, we just we really genuinely need to think about these things and we need to think about how they're going to ex- how they're going to impact our children as young children, as teenagers, as adults, and we just have to be mindful of them as they grow and develop, especially in early childhood, watching for the big emotions or the ways that they're trying to express themselves or the things that they tell you that they're excited about or they want to share with you. Children are so, so creative. And a lot of the time I feel like the way that school is set up and the way that these societal expectations are set up kind of just squanders that. And it just got me thinking about if children are doing these things or they feel like they need to do these things and so they end up doing them but they don't really want to do them but they feel pressured to do them, is that going to cause them to grow up holding on to anger and frustration? Because a lot of the time, especially even in the conversation about motherhood where we feel like we're burnt out or we're exhausted. I was having a conversation with somebody recently and people were saying that anger or frustration might be coming out within motherhood because we feel like we don't have the ability to be creative like we were before. And so it just got me thinking about that from a child's perspective. So if they want to do these things, these whether it's playing football or playing an instrument or art or whatever it may be, whatever makes them excited, if they are not doing these things and then they're holding on to this frustration as they grow up and then they're doing different types of schooling and they're following after these career paths that their parents had or their grandparents had or they're following the family business or continuing that legacy on but they don't really want to do it, is that going to hold anger and frustration within them? Is that going to turn into resentment? Is that going to make them unhappy because they're not really doing the things that make them happy? So I just wanted to open up a conversation about that and encourage people to sit down and talk to their kids and even just think about it for a minute. I think about my journey through college and my career choices and I have been a bit all over the place because I feel like I did not know what I wanted to do when I was 17. I feel like I just had no idea. I remember I entered college as undecided and the nice thing about where I went to school, I went to the University of Hartford in Connecticut, was that you could go in as undecided and then you could take all of the required classes and then you could choose what you wanted your major to be. And so that's what I did. I took the required courses and then I decided that I wanted to do education, early childhood education specifically. But then I ended up switching it over to psychology with a minor in early childhood education. 
And I do feel like my psychology degree definitely has positively impacted me because I've learned so much and I've also learned so much about children and how people's brains work and how children's brains work and the importance of early childhood development and infancy. And so there's that and I worked in a variety of settings. So I worked with infants and children. I was a babysitter. I was a teacher. I was a nanny. I have worked as a camp counselor. I've worked as a lifeguard. I've worked as a swim instructor. I have always worked with children. And then I decided that I wanted to dive into doula work, which is where my passion for this platform began. I'd always been interested and not interested in. I loved working with babies and children. I loved watching them grow and learn. I loved just watching them have aha moments and moments where they get excited about things or giving them hugs when they were sad. And so then the thought of doula work really was just a perfect segue because I've always loved babies and I've always worked with families and it just seemed like it was the best thing to do. And luckily I did that before I became a mom because I learned so much about pregnancy and birth and postpartum and motherhood and parenting. And so many of my views changed for the better. I I have grown and learned so much as a person, as a mother. And now I feel like I'm in this position where I want to open up these conversations for people to get them thinking about how the way we respond to our children matters and how it can literally impact their entire lives. And I think that always encouraging your children to go after what they love is really, really important because We don't want our children to be holding on to this anger and frustration. We don't want them to be doing things that they hate just because they think that we want them to do it, just because they think that we want them to fall, follow into in their footsteps. You know, it just, it's so crazy to me that that's the mindset that we have in our society. And I also kind of, I just thought of this, want to give the example of my dad. My dad started playing the drums when he was 13 or maybe 12, and he's incredible at it and it's something that he's always truly truly loved doing and I've always I I remember growing up he would always bring us down into the basement where he had his drum set set up and he would just play with us we have it on home video and he's incredible he played he had he was in a variety of bands and he was really 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 good and he wanted to go to Berkeley and he wanted to pursue a career in music because he genuinely enjoyed it so so much and he didn't end up doing that because A, it wasn't going to give him or provide him with the money that his parents thought that he would need, but B, because of his parents' opinions and thoughts on it. And my dad is very successful now, and he became an He became an engineer, and he's very, very good at it, but he still always loves the creative aspects of life. He loves taking photos. He loves, he still loves playing the drums. And I always just wonder how different life would be for him if he had followed his career in music, if he had pursued that, if he had got really, really gone after what he wanted to. But again, this comes back to society and the pressures and the expectations and this career makes more money than that career. And it's just crazy. There are so many things that are always taken into consideration when it comes to, comes down to following the career that you really, really love versus the career that's going to make you more money. But I went on a bit of a tangent. I just was thinking of that while I was talking about this. 
So I guess I just want to kind of end this episode with a few questions just to get people thinking. So the first one being, how many people have grown up doing certain things because their parents wanted them to, even when they didn't want to? Has this happened to you? Has this happened to someone you're, someone that you know? Has it happened to your own parents? Another question is, how many people do whatever society dictates is the norm, like going to college, graduating college, getting your PhD or your master's, getting married, having children, in that order? How many people have done that compared to how many people haven't done that and went in a different direction, but they know that they're they're happier now because they didn't follow that exact timeline based on what our society has created for us. Um, Societal expectations and pressure take away from people choosing and doing the things that they truly want to, like I was just talking about, because of fear of being viewed as being different or not the norm or because of money. And I just so, it's so crazy to me that this is how we think when we don't, we're not following these things that make us excited and just get us up and going every day. It's just wild to me. Um, Another question is, are people doing things in life because they genuinely want to, or is it because their parents and family want them to do it? So like I was just saying, what if you didn't want to go to college? What if you didn't want to get married? What if you didn't want to have children? What if instead of having children, you wanted to focus on your career? But did you do these things because you felt pressured to do them or because you really wanted to do them? And then we, again, we have to think about how that's going to impact the relationships that you're in, the relationships with your family, so specifically your parents, or your partner, so your husband or your wife, what if they have all this anger and frustration up in, like hold up inside of them because they never explored these things that they really wanted to explore and now it's coming out now, you know? Um, another question, will there be a point in people's lives where they start living for themselves and what sets their, their soul on fire? Or are they just gonna continue to do these things year after year after year that don't make them happy and they're only doing them because of expectations from their family and expectations from society. I just can't stop thinking about how different things could be for everybody, you know? We think about how many people say how much they hate their nine to five job, but they have to do this nine to five job because it's the only thing that pays their bills. I do think that there are a lot of different avenues in regards to paying your bills now that's very different thanks to social media like there are a lot of different ways to make money there are a lot of different ways to have different sources of income which i think is incredible and i think is amazing and i really genuinely love seeing people doing these things that make them so happy and not being stuck in a nine to five but at the same time it also makes me sad and frustrated for people who i talk to who have these nine to five jobs and they have to do them because they have to pay their bills because they don't have that support. Again, another another conversation, which is talking about postpartum support and having support for families, whether it's the children, whether it's the parents, everybody needs more support. We have to figure out ways to build community around people. We have to figure out ways to support people so people can go after the things that they wanna do. So those are the questions that I just wanted to 
leave you guys with and open up and talk about. And I have one last question that I think is super important that ties back into last week's episode. So why have parents now and in past generations not supported their children in going after a career they love or a career that truly makes them happy or for just not even career, just doing the things that make them happy? So we have to think about how our parents were raised. We have to think about how our grandparents were raised and our great-grandparents because this is exactly what I'm talking about when I'm saying generational parenting patterns, generational trauma. All of these things are tied into all of the questions that I just talked to you about, this entire conversation that I'm having with you guys. It's all tied into the way that we are parented. It's all tied into the way that we respond to our children throughout their lives as they grow up. And it's so important and I don't feel like enough people talk about it. So I, like I said, I just really want to open up these conversations. I want people to think from different perspectives and just think about it and be mindful of it and be, be mindful of the choices that you're making in your parenting, in your day-to-day life, and thinking of ways that you could do things that really allow you to be more creative. So making time to be creative if you feel like you're frustrated as a mother, or even if you're not a mother or a parent yet. If you're in a career that you don't really love, why are you in that career? Is it because you have to pay the bills? Are there ways that you can not have that nine to five and you can start hustling on the side and figuring out a way to get out of that career and build a life and build a career doing what you really, really love and not care about what everybody else wants you to do? I just have so many questions. (laughs) Yeah, I just... I want this to be an open and honest conversation. I want people to start thinking about things from different perspectives. If this episode has been helpful for you guys or has really gotten you thinking, take some time. Take some time to reflect on it. Take some time to journal about it. And if you feel so inclined, please, please, please share. Please share it with people. I would love to open up this conversation. I would love to hear people's thoughts. I would love to have people on the podcast to talk about these things, whether they've experienced them or they're doing certain things in their life to change that, change certain things in regards to their career or their parenting, whatever it may be. I'm always open to conversations about these topics. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode with me. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. Like I said, if you have enjoyed it, if this does align with you, if you feel like somebody you know could benefit from listening to this episode, please share it, whether it's on social media or in a text message or an email, um, sharing my Instagram account, sharing the podcast in any way would be so appreciated by me. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will be back next week. Talk to you soon. Bye.